Welcome back to the Astro Read. We are your hosts, Stella and Nayeli. This podcast is all about astrology, celebrity news, and how to use astrology in your everyday life. Uh, welcome back to our current subscribers and hello to all our new viewers tuning in today. Uh, and of course, if you're new we and you like our content, please feel free to press like. Um, and of course, subscribe. Our goal this year is to get to 100 subscribers by the end of December 2021. And really by continuing to gain subscribers, it allows us to continue doing the work that we're doing and making this content. We are so excited to provide, you know, just the advice and the support that we provide to everyone. And your comments really do help us in deciding what our next videos will be about um, and what topics we will explore. And of course, today we're going to talk about Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik. So what yeah. do you think? What do you think, it- Yeah, it's interesting. You know, at the time of this episode, we are approaching Venus retrograde, which is starting in December 2021. And the breakups are already happening, you know, which tends to happen when Venus retrogrades uh, occur. And so I think the one of the first major ones is Gigi Hadid and and Zayn Malik. Um, Yeah, I mean, is this breakup surprising or not? Uh, you know, that could be open to debate and which we'll talk about in this episode. Um, you know, they both, uh, had been dating for a while, have a daughter, um, you know, made a beautiful couple looks wise, like such a beautiful couple, um, you know, but based on their stack ups, I personally think that um they're not a good match (laughs) basically as i was going through their stack you know their their planets all of that their personalities their charts at first i was thinking okay this is good you know Gigi's a Taurus, Zane is a Capricorn, two really stable kind of you know committed signs um you know, Gigi's moon is Aquarius, so she's kind of detached, but Zane's moon isn't in the most sensitive sign either with it being in Virgo, you know, their Mercuries are aligned. But then as I went further, um, then, then the wheels came off the wagon. I was like, this, this <laughs> is probably, you know, not going to work long-term, um, you know, with their Venus placements, uh, Gigi has her Venus in Aries, um, not a sensitive Venus sign, in my opinion. Um, And then, uh, and her Mars is in Leo, you know, which is very, which makes her romantic and sympathetic, which is good. And Leo is a very romantic sign. It's, in my opinion, Leo is a fire sign, but not the most not the, probably the most subdued out of the fire signs. So it's, it's more adaptable to other types of elements, but Zane, um, his Venus and Mars are in water signs. So he's very like sensitive. Uh, he's romantic just like Gigi, but he, he probably needs a lot more, um, emotional support in a relationship than Gigi could provide. Uh, Zane's Venus is in Pisces, um, which makes him romantic and compassionate, which is all well and good, but it could also make him very emotionally dependent on a partner um, and very emotional. Uh, could also make him kind of like pity himself at times or maybe give too much in a relationship. But if you don't get the same in return, that could be tough. And then his Mars is in cancer. So that also adds to the moodiness, you know, uh, Mars 
Mars doesn't sit very well in cancer. It's not its favorite sign. So, you know, he probably like, he probably doesn't have maybe that drive um, that Gigi would need in a relationship with her Mars being in a fiery sign and her Venus being in a fiery sign. Um, and then on top of that, we have their Juno placements. Uh, so Gigi's Juno, and for those who are not familiar, Juno is the asteroid that represents what one needs in a long-term relationship. So uh, Gigi's Juno is in Capricorn. You know, Capricorn is very much like, a, kind of like a workaholic sign, like a go-getter sign, a stable sign. Capricorns can be seen as traditional, you know, conservative. So with Gigi, you know, having her Juno in Capricorn, she probably does well long-term with somebody that could, um, you know, provide that stability that probably supports her career endeavors that allows her to be the, the mogul that she's becoming or, you know, or the status that she has and all of that. And then on top of that, her Juno is in the ninth house. So she probably needs somebody that can expand her horizons, you know, long-term. Um, then you've got Zane and his Juno placement is like completely different. So Zane's Juno is in Cancer in the fourth house and Cancer in the fourth house, they're pretty much very similar. Uh, that sign in that house, it's really all about being in the home, having emotional support, um, having that closeness. With Zane having his Juno placement in Cancer in the fourth house, he probably needs somebody that's going to be at home a lot, uh, that's going to provide this constant emotional support um, to have to ha long term, basically. So almost like, I mean, it may seem harsh, but he sort of needs like a Stepford wife, like somebody that's just like the stay at home wife, perhaps like maybe has a career, but is home all the time. And that's not Gigi. Like she is a model. She is famous all over the world. She's traveling all over the place for her work. She's probably very driven in her career. And that probably is not going to work with Zane long-term. So that's kind of my quick synopsis on these two and why I think that this isn't surprising that they're breaking up, you know, whether this ends up sticking or this breakup ends up sticking or they end up getting back together, who knows, but just from their charts, I don't think it's a, a good relationship. It's a good match. I don't think it's a good match, but what are your thoughts, Stella? Well, the basis of their relationship, I think is solid um, in terms of the fact that they are both very earth, you know, there's a lot of earth signs that are influencing them, Taurus and Capricorn. Um, and in terms of how they communicate with each other, seeing as, you know, Taurus being an earth sign, Mercury's, uh, Mercury and Taurus for um, Gigi, and then um, Mercury in uh, Capricorn for Zane. And it's sort of like they both understand each other. They both communicate well with each other. It's a very solid communication and clear communication. However, the fact that Gigi is the type of person who's happy to be led, um, she's not, uh, let's say she's not the center of control of her life. She's a happy worker. She's got, um, you know, uh, her North node in the seventh house in Scorpio, 
So it's in and around pleasing and helping others, whether it's an intimate relationship or whether it's a partnership, she's really focused on giving to others and letting others lead the way. Um, there's not a lot of markers of leadership within her chart. So what I'm really understanding is from her 10th house, for example, which has her moon in her 10th, moon being the representation of the mother, her mother is very much in control of her career and standing in the world. So that's where I really came to that conclusion. And having that placement there and the type of mother that she is, if we go back to maybe like the Jenner astrology that we did earlier this year, uh, Kardashian Jenner astrology we did earlier this year, um, you can really see that there are types of, of mothers within their relationship with their daughters that really hone the career that they have. Um, and so whether or not they are happy, the most important thing to Gigi is first, her relationship and her partnerships, and second, her relationship with her mother. And really her relationship with her mother allows her to continue and grow in her standing in the world. Um, whether or not it's something that, um, you know, Zayn agrees with, she needs this emotionally in order to survive. She needs to be at the top in order to feel uh, accomplished to feel whole, right? Especially since that moon energy is at the top of her chart in the sign of Aquarius, it needs that outward recognition. It needs an approval from an outward audience. So she, that's not going to get in the way of anything. <laughs> you know, no matter what Zane wants, this is what Gigi wants, right? Yeah. And so we get to the reason why they broke up. Um, and the Chronicle is, you know, allegedly, and again, I want to put it out there. This is for entertainment purposes only. We are astrologers seeking information through the stars to teach others how to interpret astrology, um, help others understand certain relationships and how astrology affected them. And in their current situation, Zane and Yolanda had a little, you know, interchange, which is alleged. I have not, you know, I do not know the background story, but it is alleged that Zayn had an altercation with Yolanda, Yolanda being Gigi Hadid's mother. Going back to that comment, Gigi Hadid is ruled by her mother. She's ruled by the moon and she needs, needs to make sure, and not that she's ruled by the moon, like that's her most important um, you know, thing, but I'm saying like her, the top of her chart has the moon. So she's out here with a man who may or may not have hurt the person that's most important in her life. You know, her daughter is important. Her child is important as well, since it is represented. That's, that's her as a mother as well. But we have to realize her relationship with her mother is probably more important than any relationship she's had with anyone else. Mm -hmm. So once that happened, you know, according to astrology, according to the chart, and really um, this happened around the time, I believe, of the Scorpio new moon. It must have been two weeks ago, right? So um, I believe it was around that time that all this rumors started coming up. Um, or was it? Yeah, it's been almost two weeks. And now we're going into the um, Taurus eclipse, which is really representing the endings of relationships, the endings of partnerships, um, financial sort of disillusions. Um, so there's going to be maybe division of assets. They're not married, but definitely a division of their um, life together, um, as well as the fact that now Venus is in Capricorn. And the question we're being asked when Venus is in Capricorn, especially now that it's going retrograde, is 
how serious are you about your relationship? Is it centrally important to the function of your life? Mm -hmm. And if it's not, you know, Capricorn, that energy of Capricorn is going to sever the ties. Um, what I also find interesting is how similar Yolanda, her mother, and Zane's charts are. They're both very much ruled by Capricorn. They're both Capricorn's son. They both have Capricorn um, Mercury, Mercury and Capricorn. Um, so very, their communication and their sort of view of the world, how, the, how they present themselves in the world and are out there um, shining in the world is very much Capricorn-esque. And I sort of see sort of a, a conflict between them because of this. Um, you know, I'm not saying the two Capricorns can't be in the same room, but one of them will be the leader and one of them won't. <laughs> I mean, so they do you want to have, horns, right? Capricorn yeah, is representing yeah. and, and that's the image that I saw when I read about this fight. I'm like, I saw two Capricorns doing what Capricorns do. You know, they were showing who was boss. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, unfortunately, Zane is going through his Saturn return. So I'm sure Yolanda was probably coming from a good place. Um, being that he is rumored to have a lot of issues that he's going through in his career and his personal life. Um, but at the end of the day, the one who wins is the one who Gigi decides and Gigi's always going to side with her mom. <laughs> so, you know, we could put aside all of our beliefs, our personal beliefs and everything else, but Gigi is going to run with her mother. Her mother allows her and helps her to um, push her career forward as she has all throughout. Um, and she's going to continue to side with her mother. Would they ever get back together? Um, I'm not seeing it just because, you know, this is happening around the Taurus eclipse, uh, full moon eclipse and, and full moons are all about endings. So that's, that's really the, the culmination of their, their compatibility at this point it's over and, um, they have to decide how their daughter is going to live their life. Cause, um, you know, uh, uh, he's more into his privacy. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely more into his privacy. Uh, yeah, he's definitely not as kind of out there as, as Gigi would be. Uh, so yeah, especially with that Juno placement, you know, being in cancer, he needs somebody that's really focused on the home. So yeah, that would be challenging. That'll be interesting to see, you know, between Gigi and, and Zane moving forward, even if their relationship ends, they're going to be co-parents for the rest of their lives, or at least until uh, their daughter becomes an adult. And it's like, that'll probably be a conflict too, of how's the daughter raised. Like right now, you know, they're raising her in Pennsylvania, kind of, in my opinion, in the middle of nowhere in this nice house, like probably fields all over them, you know, Will Gigi want to continue that lifestyle if she if she's not with Zane anymore? How will their daughter be raised? Um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, and the thing with Zane as well is that um, you know he's not as driven in his career as Gigi. I think he expects a lot for his career, uh, but he doesn't have that same drive as Gigi would have to just do anything that needs to be done to be successful. Like. Uh, Zane has um, Mars retrograde in his chart. So with that, it could lead to not having that same drive to move forward. It could lead also to explosive anger as well, which may have allegedly been manifested in his um, exchange with Yolanda and who knows where else in the relationship. And another thing I noticed about Zane's chart is that he has no planets in fire signs. Um, so yeah, so if you look at his chart, 
none of his planets are in a fire. Wait, the, um, yeah, none of his planets are in a fire sign. Uh, he has planets in fire related houses, whether it's the first, the fifth or the ninth, but all his planets are in the other elements, whether it's water or uh, he has a little bit of air there, but no planets in fire signs. So I think that also adds to his lack of drive or maybe him having a hard time uh, dealing with his, um, his emotions, you know, or his, or his anger, whatever the case may be. So I'm sure that really impacts the relationship. Um, I think in regards to both Gigi and Zane, I think they just both have inherent challenges when it comes to relationships. So, um, so whether they're with each other or whether they find new uh, romantic partners, I think they just inherently will have challenges. Um, both Zane and Gigi uh, have intercepted houses. So that's pretty much when a house is like, or, or a slice of the chart if you compare the chart with the pizza pie, like I do, it's when a slice or a house is completely contained in a sign. So Gigi and Zane both have this and they both have it in the signs of Aries and Libra, which is which are the signs that are all about individuality versus relationships. So when it comes to those dynamics, there could be challenges at play there just in their personalities and how they deal with that. Um, and then both Gigi and Zane have T-squares that involve their fifth houses, which the fifth house represents love. So, you know, I think in their lives, regardless of whether they're with each other or other people, they're always going to feel that challenge of, you know, getting their needs met in a relationship and meeting the needs that a relationship requires and also having their sense of self and what they want and their sense of individuality. So I think that's always, that's always going to be a, a challenge. Um, and then on top of that, uh, Gigi and Zane's Chirons uh, involve the fifth house or Leo. So with, with Gigi, her Chiron, and for those that are not familiar with Chiron, Chiron is an asteroid that represents one's internal emotional wounds. Uh, Gigi's Chiron is in her fifth house. So the fifth house can represent creativity, you know, it could represent children, um, and it could also represent love. So those are some areas that might be you know, emotionally wounded for her or struggle. And then with Zane, his Chiron is in Leo, which also represents similar things as the fifth house, love, creativity, you know, being in the spotlight. Um, so yeah. yeah, and it can also, the Chiron in the fifth, in the sixth house, being the house of health can also represent struggles either with addiction or with addictive type of personalities. Um, and then her Chiron in the fifth, um, being that it's in um, Virgo, uh, maybe an issue with perfection yeah. and not really finding uh, a way to um, heal that issue that she has internally about how she either looks or is presented to the world. Um, and, and, you know, being that Chiron is in Virgo, it's a very, no matter where it is in the chart, it's very hard for that person to feel comfortable in their own skin. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you definitely, if you ever have a child or, you know, someone with Chiron in Virgo, um, you know, they usually have this tendency to be very self-critical or have a parent or a partner who's very critical of their looks as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so romantically she could maybe experience this, um, as well as, uh, maybe with her children, she might not feel that, um, they look a certain way that she approves or, that, um, you know, she has changed herself so much that she doesn't really feel connected 
to that child in terms of the way that they look. Um, and I don't want to say, you know, plastic surgery and things like that, but it does indicate someone who, who uh, Chiron does indicate someone who will or has had plastic surgery as well. Chiron and Virgo. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. when it comes to their Chirons, uh, Gigi and Saints are very similar, you know, with, and Gigi's Chiron is in Virgo, which is, you know, uh, um, pretty much similar to the sixth house, which is where Zane's Chiron is. And then on the flip side, Zane's Chiron is in the sign of Leo, uh, which is similar to Gigi having her Chiron in the fifth house. So yeah, they probably have very similar emotional wounds about perfection, um, you know, um, you know, the sense of perfection, maintaining their health, you know, what does that mean to them? Um, so maybe that's one of the things they bonded over. So not only do they have like good grounded communication based on their sun and Mercury placements, but they probably had very similar, like emotional wounds that they saw in each other that maybe they couldn't really find in other people. Um, and so they were probably drawn to each other on that level. Like I know Gigi has been very supportive with Zane in regards to his challenges with um, anxiety um, and, you know, and anxiety in regards to being on stage and things like that. She's been very supportive of it. And then with Gigi, she has Hashimoto's disease and she's had certain, you know, bouts of weight loss, which, you know, she says is due to Hashimoto's disease, but who knows what else is leading to that as well. You know, with being a model, there's just a lot of pressure to look a certain way. I guess with having a Chiron and Virgo in the fifth house, I don't know if modeling yeah. is the best career. <laughs> Actually, you know, it, it's not the best career because of the criticism that she would be put through. Yeah. So in terms of her emotional well-being, it's probably like the last thing that someone, Chiron and Virgo, someone with Chiron and Virgo is the last thing that they should do is be a model. <laughs> because they're already critical and self-critical and have a critical partner or critical parent. Um, you know, so having that extra layer of the outside world judging them is very hard for them. But in terms of Zane as well, he's got Saturn return going on right now. And like rumors are a, a flurry about all the things that are happening in his personal and his and his career. Um, I think he just got dropped by his label as well. That's oh, another rumor that I heard. Um, and, you know, he has Saturn in the 12th house. So, you know, in Aquarius, Saturn in the 12th house is Aquarius. It seems like a totally like it shouldn't be happening sign. First of all, is Saturn is sort of in, um, in its own sign. So is, it is strengthened. Um, but that also means when the return happens, it's that much more powerful. Um, luckily, it's not in retrograde, I don't think. So that's good. You know, I mean, it could have been worse. But once I saw um, the, the, you know, the timeline of what's been going on in his life and their lives, um, you know, there's a few hits that happened. So right after Jupiter went direct, all of these rumors started. Um, their breakup was announced after that. Now his label is dropping him. Like the Saturn return just hits you over and over and over again. And the lesson that Saturn is trying to teach him in terms of being in the 12th house is how to create balance between what the outside world is asking you to provide to them and what your inner world is sort of balancing out. His North Node being in the 10th house, he's an explorer um, being uh, being in the 10th house of, of Sagittarius. He's an explorer. 
Um, he's the type of person who likes to learn. He's the type of person who likes to open himself up to other cultures and other perspectives. And sort of his career has pigeonholed him into being a certain type of person, being this, you know, representation that the outside world needs to approve of. And I think you mentioned something about his album. What was the album title? Yeah. So his um, latest album was called Nobody's Listening. I think, yeah, yeah I and, believe it was called that. And uh, and sure enough, nobody was really listening. It, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, even though his, yeah. I, I find his songs to be really good. Yeah. But um, yeah, the album actually needs well. that. He needs that outside recognition. Yeah, yeah. He'll accomplish. And yeah. that's what, like, that reflective of his, you know, Saturn in the 12th house being the house of the hermit, being the house of, you know, the inner world and the inner workings representing hospitals and things like that. Like he's sort of having this realization, is music really the thing, the way he's going to express himself in the future? Is it supportive of the type of health and well-being he needs? Um, You know, and so one thing after the other is breaking down in his life, but he needs to build up his own confidence he needs to build himself up as a person in order to establish himself in his career, you know, and, and be wise within himself to be confident for his uh, music. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely multiple uh, aspects in his chart that show that, you know, he's driven to a certain extent, uh, you know, he has some challenging sun placements and some moon placements, etc. that, that show that, you know, he's happy as long as he's getting recognition for his work. And that's kind of what he thrives off of. But he's, he's not willing to do the hard work to really make people gravitate towards his music. And that kind of shows like, he releases good songs. He has, he's has a beautiful voice, super talented, but he doesn't really do the promo that's needed to make an album successful. He's not doing the tours, the live performances, all those things that as a musical artist, especially now, with you know us in this streaming era of music as a musical artist you need to do that in order to stay relevant and to have success and he just hasn't for whatever reason uh you know done that and it shows in his chart he's not really willing to put that extra effort that's needed uh to be successful but he also expects it to just come to him you know and maybe it's because he has this great talent that he just expects okay, people should just like my music because I have a beautiful voice, but it takes more than that to be successful. You know, I think based on his chart, um, I think he is meant to be a singer. He shows very strong musical ability and it's manifested through his voice. Uh, You know, for example, he has his son conjunct Neptune. You know, that's an example of his musical abilities and and there's other aspects as well. But whether that fits with who he is, and the life he's meant to have, you know, I guess that'll come into question and come out to play uh, when his Saturn return is complete. But having Saturn in the 12th house is, uh, it's not fun. <laughs> I know from personal experience, I have my Saturn in this 12th house in Scorpio. And yeah, I was pushed to the brink in my Saturn return. And so he will also, and, you know, it's just one thing after another with him, you know, you have, we're in Scorpio season, Venus retrograde is coming up, Venus in Capricorn is currently taking place where, uh, and all of that will test relationships. And then on top of that, Zane has his Saturn return. So, um, so it's just a lot going on for him. And then, you know, I think for Gigi as well, I wonder what her career will be moving forward, especially as she goes 
through her Saturn return in a couple of years. I honestly don't think she's meant to be a model. Like, like I'm going to put that out there. You know, she's got this very, you know, challenging Chiron and all Chirons are challenging, but hers reflects on her image. Like, you know, how you look like, how you maintain your body and your health, um, your creativity. She has a lot of put, wounds around that potentially. Also her chart shows that she has all these other talents, which she hasn't really been, you know, shown in the public eye. Um, she really shows a, a huge uh, humanitarian uh, streak. You know, she's got Uranus and Neptune uh, next to her midheaven. So that could really relate to her having these creative abilities she could show in her career, but also, um, you know, being able to show humanitarian efforts, being unconventional even. Mm -hmm. uh, she, uh, I'm trying to see what else in her chart shows her career possibilities. I mean, that's definitely a big one. She's got moon, she's got moon in the 10th. Oh yeah. Um, too. So, you know, so her emotional connection to uh, in Aquarius, her emotional connection to being a humanitarian and being someone who speaks up for others. Um, you know, it's a great position for someone who is the head of a, an organization that's a nonprofit, um, as well as somebody who fights for justice and, and peace in, in the world. And she also has Jupiter in the eighth house. So another big, you know, Jupiter in its own sign and Sagittarius in the eighth house, that's even better. So that's someone who is working to support, um, you know, communities and, uh, internationally, because, you know, obviously Sagittarius being the representation of traveler, of the person who is experiencing strife, maybe moving from one country to the other, um, you know, uh, and this, this drive to really please her mother um, has really stopped her from exploring other aspects of her chart. Um, or maybe it's because of that drive that she feels once she gets to a certain point, maybe when her Saturn return happens, she'll finally stand up for herself and maybe change the career path that she's in um, or change the way that she has been approaching her life to be more in alignment, maybe with her Mars in the fourth house, which is all about the house and the home. You know, fierce, the, someone who's out of alignment with Mars in the fourth, who's not focused on building a home, on creating protective measures to protect those who are their family, um, that, that's somebody who, who could possibly have a lot of struggle within their personal relationships, as well as their romantic relationships. Um, and then, of course, Mars is square um, Mercury and the sun in Taurus. So, you know, that's going to bring up even more struggles in terms of how she communicates. The fact that, you know, Mercury and Sun are in the first house, Sun is kind of overpowering Mercury in her communication. It's quieting her ability to be able to speak up for herself. Um, uh, the Sun being the fact, anytime the Sun is really near a planet, it overpowers that planet's expression. So, you know, you want to be able to speak up for yourself, um, but the way that you present yourself in life, you're sort of silenced throughout your, your um, career. And hopefully the, the fact that her Saturn return will happen will wake her up to being able to overcome this, you know, uh, experience, so to speak. Yeah. And she has an interesting Saturn. Her Saturn placement is in Pisces uh, in the 11th house. So, mm -hmm. you know, it'll deal with it could deal with her letting out her inner creativity finally, uh, or it could 
make her think about how does she fit into the world? You know, this Pisces is all about like connection and being one with humanity. And then with it being in the 11th house, that also relates to what's, you know, how do you relate to others? Like what are the social groups that you're a part of? 11th house also relates to humanitarianism. And yes, yeah, she has very strong like humanitarian, social activist type of placements. Aquarius is on her 11th house. Aquarius is very at home, you know, in, on the 11th house. Uh, then she has Pisces on her 12th house. So that Pisces Aquarius influence is very strong in her, even though she does have a lot of earth elements in, in her chart and she, her sun sign is Taurus. And then she has Uranus in Aquarius as well. So, you know, she, I think she shows capabilities of being a humanitarian or a social activist you know, she could be a writer, you know, based on certain placements, she could even be an actor, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with her moving forward. You know, I don't think she's meant to be a model for the rest of her life. And she should really explore her other potentials and capabilities. She has, a, you know, a lot of potential. And um, I think yeah, she'll have to come into her own in some way. But even though she's not as naturally capable of doing that, but it's almost like, Right now, she's kind of choosing between her mother and Zane, but she needs to like let them both go in a way and find her own, um, just her own sense of self. And what does that mean in the public eye? What does yeah. success mean to her? So she needs, it's like team no one. It's not even team Yolanda or team Zane. It's just like kind of knowing how to keep, she'll have to learn how to keep those relationships going because she will always be a co-parent with Zane. She's always going to be the daughter of Yolanda. But how does she become her own person? You know, yeah. and I think if she decides to end up in a long-term romantic relationship again, you know, being with somebody that's going to support her fullest potential with that Juno and Capricorn, I think is going to be important. And then interestingly enough, um, Gigi's North Node is really all about merging with another. So mm -hmm. her North Node is in Scorpio and it's in the seventh house, uh, mm -hmm. according to the Placidus house system. So regardless of her challenges with having relationships, uh, romantic relationships rather, her sole purpose is all about learning how to merge with another. And then with mm -hmm. Scorpio being the sign of the North Node, Scorpio is all about merging resources together and also figuring out your own depths, right? Mm -hmm. So um, she's really you know, going to have to, well, in order for her soul to evolve, she should really figure herself out completely from top to bottom, from subconscious to conscious. And that will help her, uh, hopefully learn how she can be, um, in better relationships that really support her whole being and her fullest potential. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That North note is very important, especially mm -hmm. the fact that it's in Scorpio. I feel like it just gives it a more serious tone because Scorpio is such a serious sign. Yeah. Um, and looking at the fact that it's square her Mars um, in the fourth house, so in, in the whole sign system, um, and you're just sitting there like, okay, she's got the ruler of Scorpio square, square, square her north node. Like something about her love life needs to be awakened and forced into fruition. Like she needs to put aside her personal needs, which would be her south node in the first house, um, even though the sun is there, which is very contradictory. <laughs> it's like the person who you really are and you represent yourself as, you know, the rising sign, then the person who you are creating on this planet and evolving into in the sun is opposite your destiny on this planet. 
And really your destiny on this planet is supposed to be about building the right relationship, creating magic from that relationship. And I don't mean, you know, just like that type of magic, like with a wand. No, you create beautiful things together in your partnerships and you enhance your life when you um, dedicate yourself to those partnerships. So, you know, we'll see what happens, especially since they're breaking up. Maybe this is a step to something better and she'll be able to find someone who really helps develop her as a person. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, one tendency she'll have to hopefully let go of is her, um, her ascendant and descendant. So basically the line across her chart are in the signs of Taurus and Scorpio. So people that have that tend to stay in relationships longer than they should. And so that might've been what happened with her and Zane. You know, you know, it's like they were together and she kind of had caught, what did they call it? Cost fallacy. It's like, I've already put in this work. I'm just going to stick around. But, you know, things came to a head. It didn't work out. And, you know, she also, you know, when it comes to relationships, she does have emotional wounds around it. So maybe she's always drawn to the guy that's kind of like moody and like mysterious and has those wounds too. But maybe she's meant to be with somebody that either has a, has gotten further along in that journey of getting past their relationship wounds or doesn't really have them, you know, to begin with, you know, I think she might go after the tortured souls but that's not necessarily what's going to lead to her uh, highest uh, potential in relationships. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens with Gigi and Zane moving forward. Uh, You know, if they'll get back together, if they won't, it seems like we're both thinking that this is it, like they're done. We're we're going into eclipse season in terms of the Taurus Scorpio eclipses that are coming. Mm -hmm. And actually the North node is going to be in Taurus opposing her North node. So, you know, this is the time for her to really like get her life together before her Saturn return, because that's going to be really, I think that's going to be traumatic. The fact that it's going to be hitting her in uh, the 11th house, it's going to change the way she sort of presents herself in the world. So, you know, that that's going to be interesting to see how Yolanda reacts when she sort of says no to what she's been putting together for the last God knows how long and possibly finally gives in and does something more meaningful with her life, you know, at least meaningful in terms of what she feels is meaningful, because I don't want to say modeling isn't. I'm trying to say that maybe there's something else that she wants to focus on in this lifetime that has nothing to do with, you know, the career that she's been building. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what GG uh, version 2023 slash 2025 looks like. I think it's going to be a very different Different. GG. It's a different, it's going to be a different (laughs) GG. So we're all going to have to stay tuned. But yeah, I guess the consensus, I don't know if there's much else to say about this couple. I just think um, it's not a happy ending uh, for their relationship. Huh? I'm sorry for them. Yeah, I know it's yeah, hard. Yeah, it's a sad it's ending. Yeah, we don't so think it's going to work out. Like, it's, it's not I identify. Happening. I identify so much because I have North Node in the seventh house. And it's like, it's not cool, man. Like, relationships are life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's very hard. It's very hard. And for her to make that decision, you know, like, it felt snap, but it could have been building up over time. And this was just like the end of the line. Um, so none of us know really what's going on. Again, this is all for entertainment purposes only, but being the fact that the North node is in the seventh house, once somebody with that placement breaks up with you, it's not coming back, especially in Scorpio. And as a final note, they both have Pluto in Scorpio and this entire generation of Pluto and Scorpio is just that like Pluto and Scorpio, first of all, is like cancel culture. (laughs) 
<laughs> like that's what that's what that represents. So we're in that moment where this generation is sort of ruling the the, the demographic uh, conversation, and um, you know their sort of investment in their relationship is just done. So uh, you know we'll we'll see if I'm wrong. You know anything can happen in this life. Um, but she probably is official, official, being that her North Node is in the seventh house. She wouldn't do this lightly, so. Yeah, you know. yeah, exactly. Especially with her placements, she mm-hmm. seems pretty committed in relationships. For her, so for her to for it to be over like yeah. this, uh, yeah, it's probably like a very lasting decision. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this conc- that concludes this episode. Um, so this is the first high-profile breakup of Venus Retrograde 2021 season. Wow. Um, so oh my God. It, it is, it's, it's a big one. You know, I think a lot of people were fans of this relationship just because of how beautiful it seemed on the outside. Uh, and um, yeah, it's probably over. You never know what could happen, but it's not looking good. Uh, but uh but yeah, in, in a future episode, we'll be talking about some couples, uh, some celebrity couples and seeing, uh, you know, are they going to stay together? Are they not? So next episode will be about the two hottest punk rock couples of the moment, if you can even call it that. And Probably see- all time, okay? Probably all, all time. time. That is a high, that is a high time. Like that is a high statement. So cool. They're just so I know, cool. I, I, I like them. So yeah, it's going to be about MJK. Uh, MGK and Megan Fox and Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. Who would have thought that these pairs would have happened in Hollywood, these celebrity couples. But now that they're happening, I'm like, yeah, like, of course, like, of course, these, these people are together. But so these are like two of the hottest couples at the moment. They've made like alternative rock cool again. The teenager in me is like really happy about that. I miss my rock music. (laughs) Um, yeah. yes, we were, know, I was a big fan. I was a big fan of Travis Parker. Yeah, right? I mean, who is like, it? Who is it? He's amazing. great. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. a fan. Of, I'm a fan of all four of them. You know, and uh, and but we'll it'll be how they do. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, it'll be in in the, in the next episode. We'll be analyzing. Okay, are these two couples meant to last? Are they just like this fleeting moment in time, or do they have staying power? And I think it's really good to analyze this as we head into venus retrograde and the taurus scorpio eclipses because this is gonna this time you know the rest of this year and early next year into 2022 is definitely going to provide shakeups in relationships and you know will these two couples stand the test of time we will see in the next episode but in the meantime thank you so much for listening or watching stay tuned for more episodes Like we mentioned before, if you want to stay tuned to us, subscribe. You know, it's a great way for us to know how these episodes are impacting you all. Um, And we want to really build a community uh, with the Astro Reads. So any last words, Stella, before we wrap up this episode? If you have any um, comments or questions, please feel free to comment below. Um, let us know what you think about our analysis of Gigi and Zane's, uh, um, you know, interesting charts. And if you think that they will last, if you disagree with us, I love to hear varying astrological opinions. So if you have some insight in astrology and you see something, let us know as well. Um, Cause we're all like, as an astrologer, I'm always learning. 
Um, and definitely uh, thank you so much for those of you who have subscribed. Remember, we're trying to reach 100 subscribers by the end of the year. So if you know someone who's interested in this sort of analysis, deep analysis into music, into celebrity astrology, um, and definitely talking about astrology in general, um, please feel free to share this video. Um, we would really appreciate um, you sharing it with your friends that are interested in astrology that might want to know a little bit more about what's going on in the celebrity news. So yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Sounds good. So in the meantime, everybody take care. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.